Hello and welcome to the Process Podcast. This podcast is a subset of the Origin Story Podcast. Uh, it's dedicated to chronicling my journey as I attempt to change my origin story. I'm your host, Michael Henry Harris, and my hope in doing this podcast is that the public accountability will aid me as I try to change my story, and it will also benefit others who may be trying to change uh, something about themselves that they're working on. I hope that either they'll kind of join me in this journey, or they'll learn from my mistakes, or learn from my uh, successes, if I have any. Uh, So this is an experiment, and this is episode two, so this is the beginning of month two doing this, and I have to say the first month was very uh, interesting and had extremely mixed results. The uh, very first week... Uh, I was on fire. Uh, I originally stated that I wanted to try to concentrate on three different categories of my life to or concentrate on, to improve on. One was arts and crafts, and that includes my writing and directing and uh, producing uh, both in the theater and film and television, and then trying to do some prose projects as well. Uh, Health and happiness, which really includes uh, my attempt to lose some weight to uh, manage my diabetes uh, to become uh, more fit. And then uh, finance and business, which is really my attempt to uh, do what has always been my goal uh, through uh, for the arts and for my artistic career, acting career, and that is to pay my bills through my art. Now, as I said in the first episode, I'm in a very lucky position in that you know I am the primary caregiver to my child. My wife uh, is the primary uh, finance earner, <laughs> revenue generator. And uh, we've struck a nice balance, and we have um, we have a good system going, and I've got a great thing going uh, that I'm able to pursue these artistic uh, endeavors without the pressure of having to feed a family. Uh, that is covered uh, for my wife. Now, will that always be the case? Who knows? Uh, maybe not. We never know what's going to happen. But that's that's the case right now. So this experiment. Uh, Yielded, yeah, extremely mixed results. In the beginning, I was kind of measuring and charting the progress through Instagram stories, which I think was a a good thing to do. Uh, I was able to really build momentum. I felt the pressure to report uh, how things were going. I felt some pride in when I had a good workout and I, you know, could put that on the stories or I meditated or when I wrote. Uh, I felt pride about that. And uh, for those of you that didn't hear the first episode, I'm kind of using a a good, better, best scale. In each kind of category, I have a good, which basically means good enough, good enough to keep the streak going. And I have better, which is obviously better. And then a best, which I think is like the high, high standard. Uh, And over time, I would love for these uh, markers to increase as I get better at doing this and start building these habits. And that's what it really is about for me on this is daily habits. Something I've never been too great at is cultivating uh, a daily discipline in several different arenas of my life. And that's, that's kind of what I'm working on here. So for the writing, a good was a hundred words, better 300 best was 500. And those are tiny amounts. And what I would love to see happen uh, eventually is for those amounts to increase so that uh, I am doing more and uh, hopefully getting better in the process. But so how did it go? Well, I learned a couple of things. Uh, one, I learned I need to keep a better record 
of exactly how things did go. I realized through that, even though I was kind of recording on the Instagram stories, you know, those go away. So I realized I didn't have a full record of exactly what I did when, which was probably okay as long as I was, you know, doing everything and doing well. But it made it very difficult when I tried to go back and analyze how this month went. Now, of course, this is a very basic thing and pretty uh, stupid of me not to not to do a better job on this. How am I going to analyze how I'm doing if I'm not actually keeping really good records? Uh, so I bought a new journal. Uh, I like journals. It's one of those like planner kind of things. This one's from Michael Hyatt, uh, who is like a you know productivity coach. He's the one who introduced me to uh, the software program Evernote, which I love tremendously. So I thought I'd give his a try, and I'm going to basically start with that tomorrow on Monday. This is uh, Sunday, June 3rd. I'm recording this. So I'm going to start with that on Monday, and that that has a nice little application for goals. And it talks about uh, two different types of goals, like project goals and like habitual goals. And in like the habitual goal sheet, it has little, you know, days you can mark and scratch off when you do them. So I'm going to be keeping a much better record of what I'm doing. I'm still going to use Instagram to kind of publicly show what I've done. But for me personally, then for the next month's process podcast, I'll have that journal and the record for it. So I can really analyze deep down uh, what's going on. What I definitely learned from this is that the streak is everything. And the streak is all important. And then recovering from that streak is something I desperately need to work on. Um, I was doing great. I was writing. I was meditating. I was moving every day. Those were the three things that I wanted to do. And then I went to a Atlanta United soccer game. And then I went out after the soccer game. And then I went out very, very late <laughs> into the evening. And the next day I was exhausted and hungover. And while well, I did exercise and I did meditate, I did not write. And that kind of really, that, that end of that streak, I didn't get back up from that for a while. Now there are some mitigating circumstances. Um, my mom passed away this time last year, or in May, in the middle of May of last year. And uh, honestly, I went into a little dip of depression where I didn't feel like doing anything. And what I could do was, you know, be a good dad and try to be a good husband. But I didn't have a whole lot of spirit or energy for anything else, unfortunately. Um, so that's not an excuse. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm not letting myself off the hook of it, nor am I beating myself off about it because this is all about, as the name says, the process and getting better and doing slow incremental change uh, so that hopefully I'm the, the person, artist, and entrepreneur that I would like to be. So that being the case, this episode is almost just like a rededication. So what am I going to do uh, differently in June that I didn't do in May? Well, I'm going to not drink so damn much. Um, I may still drink, you know, have two glasses of wine, three glasses of wine, you know, at dinner out with friends. But I'm not going to go meet somebody at midnight in Decatur on a weekday and try to solve all the problems <laughs> we could, you know, uh, through our long, long night conversation. Uh, not going to make that mistake again. Um, that really kind of is what set me on the on the path. And uh, what else I learned? I also learned get the writing done first. Uh, that's been said so many times. 
that Mark Twain quote, or it's probably misattributed quote. If you're gonna, if you, if your job is to eat a frog, better eat the frog first thing. If your job is to eat two frogs, eat the bigger frog first. So get the hardest thing that you're doing out of the way. And for me, that's that's the writing. Uh, I did make progress. The the project that I was working on with May is a first draft of a short story uh, inspired by the month of October. And I did complete that first draft. Now, it's not anywhere near where I wanted to be. And even kind of midway through the first draft, I realized I was pulling my punches and not really executing the vision that I think I that I wanted to have or maybe didn't have confidence enough to have. Um I'm publishing this book of stories. Well, you know, I'm writing one and 11 other writers are writing the rest. And they're supposed to be inspired by a different month of the year. And I was really pulling my punch on what October means to me. And I think I was scared to go for spookiness. I think I was scared to go for um, haunting. And that's something I love about October. I mean, every October I buy a different book of like short stories or horror or suspense or supernatural tales, that kind of thing. Lovecraft. I've, you know, read a lot of him in October. Uh, you know, spookier Ray Bradbury, modern writers as well. Anthologies. I dig. If I'm kind of, I think it would be a cool idea to, to publish a, an anthology of, of new kind of October esque stories. Maybe that'll happen down the road. But in the meantime, the story I wrote, uh, it didn't quite go there. So I'm going to take it a little bit and then work on the next draft of that. But I did complete a draft, and that was one of the goals. Now, the other project I was working on is a short play from a festival in New York, and I did not do that. I did not have an, haven't even really had an idea for that yet. Uh, ideally, I'd wanted to finish a draft of both of those. And another opportunity has arisen. Atlanta has a one-minute play festival, something I've been involved in for the last... I don't know, four or five years, that is coming back. And so there's a deadline, I think it's the first week of June. I think I maybe have like five or six days. So to write a one-minute play. And generally there's a theme given on that. I think there was not a theme this year. Uh, so that's kind of wide open, which is, you know, can be good or bad. So I'm really going to concentrate on playwriting for this first two weeks. I'm writing this one-minute play and writing this short play for this festival. And just let this short story sit there for a week or two. Uh, I'm working with an editor, but uh, she is uh, you know, working on this book with me. But she's got some uh, other work she can do in June before we get to mine, and hopefully I'll have another draft for her so she can see a second draft instead of a first. So that's kind of where we are on the writing front and what's going to happen. Um, you know, the health and happiness diet been up and down. When I, when I, we did do one measurable at the beginning of uh, the podcast last time, and that was my weight. I think I was weighed 331 or two, I think it is. That's above what I usually am. I had just gone on a fishing trip with my friends and uh, consumed a lot of everything. Um, and I think when I weighed myself on Friday, which was June 1st, I was at 328, no, 327. So I've you know technically lost three or four pounds during that month, but I really have just basically maintained is what it is. Uh, and I think next time on the podcast, I'll go through some very specific goals in this area, hopefully um, getting the habit of really tracking what's going on during the month will aid to the kind of stepping out what should be goals for, say, the end of 2018. I think that would be where July's, you know, halfway in the year. 
My birthday is July 15th, which is almost exactly halfway through the year. So that'll be a nice way to set some, okay, what are the rest of the goals for the rest of these last six months? Uh, I think I'm going to add another feature to this podcast as well, because I'm worried that uh, this is not going to be helpful, uh, as helpful as it can be or what would like for it to be for other people. And so I think I'm going to take a book each month and read that book and work through whatever exercises there may be in that book. Uh, I'm talking generally like a self-help thing or an artistic self-help type book. Uh, I think when I was first exploring writing a mystery, you know, there's a book called Now You Write Mysteries. And, you know, it's written by a bunch of a bunch of authors or contributing chapters about how they write their books. And at the end of each chapter, there's, you know, four or five exercises. So I've never once done the exercises in those books, like any book that has that. Uh, rarely have I done that. I think I threatened to do the artist way on the last podcast. I think eventually I might try that again. But I did, you know, I did some of the exercises in the artist way, but that's probably the only one. Uh, so my goal is to uh, to take a book, go through it thoroughly, take excellent notes, so that at the next podcast I can talk about what my experience with that book is and either be able to recommend it uh, or not recommend it as the case may be. So that that could be a concrete thing that I do that I know could be helpful for someone if they've been looking at a book and thinking about buying it. Not sure if they want to invest you know, the money or the time to do it without with them not knowing how it goes. So I think I'm going to do that. And, and the book that I'm going to start with is a book by Twyla Tharp. Now, Twyla Tharp is a choreographer. When I first moved to New York, she had a uh, Broadway show called Moving Out that took the songs of Billy Joel and used them and created a narrative. And it's really mainly about her, her great choreography. She's a uh, very well-known and uh, very successful artist in that thing, in that field. And she has a book called Twyla Tharp, The Creative Habit. Learn it and use it for life. So that kind of feels right up my alley. I remember when the book came out and I thought it was interesting and was wanted to get it then, but didn't. And now that feels kind of right up exactly what I'm doing as I am trying to build these creative habits uh, in my own life. And again, even though I'm worried about like the writing and the acting and that kind of stuff, the artistic stuff, this stuff 100% applies to entrepreneurship or business development or just, you know, working in any field of what your life, your home life, you know, your garden life, I'm sure. I think it's, you know, applicable in any, any, any situation. So I'm hoping that will, uh, that will be useful and look for that in the July podcast of my experience with that book. Now for this last past month, even though I didn't really think of this idea to do this, I did say that I was going to read a book by Matthew Walker called Why We Sleep, Unlocking the Power of Sleep and Dreams. And I'm not quite finished with it, but I'm very close and I feel like I can 100% recommend the book. A lot of it is, if you've been reading the literature, he's been making the podcast, you know, book tour kind of route. You may know all of it, but really the the key is we need seven to eight hours of sleep. That whole, like, oh, I can get by on five and six hours. You know, people can, but like the odds of you being one of those people that is genetically capable of doing that is very tiny. So even if you think you can, you're functioning okay. Every once in a while, you need to get a seven or eight hour sleep and really feel better. And this sleep needs to be non-alcohol juice, non-marijuana uh, induced to truly unlock uh, the different patterns. 
And he goes into many different scenarios as far as, you know, the biology of how it works. This guy's actually the sleep, you know, science expert. He works at, um, he's head of like the sleep and uh, neuroimaging lab at UC Berkeley. So it's so the first kind of sleep book written by a true like scientist of sleep. And I found it informative and interesting and scary and, you know, no wonder uh, I feel like I do so many times because I'm not getting the sleep that I need. So I didn't really improve that, to be honest with you, uh, for most of the month. Now, things have slightly changed now because we're in June, so we're now on summer vacation. So even in this first part of the end of May and beginning of June, I've been able to, say, go to bed at midnight and sleep till 8 because I didn't have to take you know, Hank to school and get him ready in the morning and have breakfast and all that kind of thing. Uh, this day has shifted a little bit. And I like that schedule. I think 11 to 7 or 12 to 8 would be a pretty great routine for me to get into. Now, what's already started to happen, because I like staying up late, I like drinking and stuff, and I like watching silly TV, as I've been, it's that 11 has been creeping to 12, which has now started to creep to 1. So, like 1 to 8, or 1 to 7, or 1 to 9. On the weekend, one day, 1 to 9.45, and I woke up and I felt like the day was ruined and lost because I had slept so late. So I don't want that to be the thing that happens. Now, Hank has different, you know, different things during the, the summer that we'll be going to that I'll have to wake up early for. So, But I would love to get into 11 to 7 or 12 to 8 kind of routine. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to track that as well. And so that'll, that'll again be something that will at least be concrete and then I can see if I do feel better. Uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, drinking less. Uh, the eating, I'm, you know, I do okay. I'm kind of eating keto, paleo, uh, kind of, you know, four-hour body, Tim Ferriss kind of stuff. Trying to eat proteins, fats, vegetables, you know, that kind of good stuff. I'm trying to basically, you know, eat very little carbs uh, for the most part. And I usually do okay for three or four days. In fact, I'll lose three or four pounds on Monday through Thursday and then Thursday through Sunday you gain them all back sometimes even more uh, or gain almost all of them back and it kind of fluctuates in this 323 to 327 range and I've already expressed my mortification that I weigh over 300 pounds much less a quarter of the way next up to 400 but so I'm not going to do that again but it would be nice to see, like, to go down to the, like, un, go down to the teens instead of the 320s and let that be the baseline for a while and then go down to the 300s and let that be the baseline and gradually work my way down. Um, so that's kind of where we are. So this is kind of a, you know, ex- continues the experiment. This is, you know, podcast number two. Going to, again, uh, concentrate on three things. I'm going to concentrate on meditating every day. I do feel better when I meditate. I'm concentrating on writing every day. Before the uh, when I'm doing for the plays, it's going to be like a time thing. It'll be like I think 30 minutes, an hour, maybe two hours, good, better, best. Since it's not really word count is not really the best way to do it uh, for playwriting. Uh, and I'm going to still move every day. And the moving, the exercise is taking on a couple of different things. One, I've been working out with a trainer. Amazing that I can do that. I work out with her once a week doing a weight routine, and then what I should be doing is doing that same routine or a different routine on my own with weights in the week. That'd be twice. I've been uh, trying to swim because if I have pretty bad knees, and swimming is great uh, because there's no 
you know, pounding on your joints. So I've been trying to swim. If I can do that two or three times a week, that's five. If I can do a yoga class or another form of, uh, form of exercise would be, would be great. Uh, again, it, the good, better, best for the movement. Even if I just walk around our little street, it's really hilly. If I do that once, I'm going to call that good enough. Uh, that's a promise I made to my mom that I would walk more. It's fun. It's something we do as a family sometimes. That's really feels good. And again, it's just, it's more than I would have normally done. So it's good enough to keep the streak going. So that's kind of, uh, that's kind of where we are for podcast two. I want to keep these shorter. Uh, I know listening to me ramble is not, uh, not the most entertaining thing in the world. And I want this thing to be helpful and entertaining. I want to make progress myself. I want to encourage you to do the same. Uh, please feel free to reach out to me at mhh at pineconeturkey.com so that, um, so that I can offer some support. Uh, you know, again, they say our greatest fear is not fear of death, but it's fear of being alone. And oftentimes when there's something you see about yourself where that you don't like, that you're underperforming, yes, you need to want to accept yourself and love yourself as you are. That is completely true. But we also need to try to uh, get better in the ways that we can get better. Um, and for me, the reasons are so simple with the health. It's just to be around for my son and be around for my wife and to live life better. I forgot what we were playing. My son wanted to play hide-and-go-seek, like in the neighborhood kind of thing. And it was a day where my body just felt awful. Like I was just beat up and he wanted to like again play like multiple like multiple yard thing and I just really couldn't really run after him and do it like I wanted to do. And I said, you know, something really horrible, you know, about myself to myself. And, uh, you know, and then I said, made a much a less, less vile comment, you know, to Hank just explaining that I can't, I can't run and chase you on this right now. I don't feel good. But it, it was, you know, it was a pity party kind of comment, you know, and put him in a awkward and horrible position. You know, your kid should never be in the position of having to make you feel better. That's, that's, that's my job as a, as a parent is to be there for him to make him feel better. But this is one of those occasions where I, you know, has made something about my weight, you know, and not being able to do what I wanted to do with him. And he was like, you know, don't say that, Dad. And that, golly, that hurt. <laughs> Um, that I had let that happen. So this is June. This is Sunday. I'm a little hungover because I went to an awesome wedding. Again, drinking too much. Uh, this one was completely worth it. I had an amazing time with friends I don't get to see very often, and I loved being with them. Um, and, you know, staying up late was part of that. I'm a little tired. Um, but let's see how we do. You can follow me on Instagram. It's I think it's Michael H. Harris. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll be posting the stories on how I do. We're trying to move, we're trying to write, and we're trying to meditate. And if you want to join me, if you want to do uh, anything like that, we can do that. Uh, one thing I did try, uh, I think I mentioned this last time, was uh, texting with some friends, you know, artistically. You know, they are both trying, one is trying to rewrite her book and or read kind of like 30 minutes a day. The other one is working on a couple of short stories, I believe. We had one person also who was doing it who was working, but 
it was nice at first also, um, sending these texts like, hey, you know, I did good on my writing today. And that was kind of what we were concentrating on is the artistic side. And then another person would say, I did this, I did this. And it was encouraging and nice. And again, I felt a sense of responsibility, which was nice to have. But then one person dropped out, you know, basically because it was causing stress, I believe. It wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't doing what it was meant to do for her. And then I found that I wasn't, when I fell off, then I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to get these texts. You know, they're actually doing it. I'm not. Um, I still did. And now I think it's just kind of faded out. In fact, I kind of forgot about it until right like mid-sentence a couple of sentences ago. Um, so I don't know if we'll resurrect that or not. I don't think it was helpful, to be honest with you, even though it feels like the kind of thing that should work. Uh, for me, it didn't necessarily do it. And I don't know if it's because we're not as heavily invested in each other's projects as we should be, so we don't really feel an ownership of them, or, or if there's just something wonky with uh, the idea of uh, of that kind of support working or not. It feels very similar to what I'm doing here. Um, even more specific, actually, because there's names and faces. And what I'm doing here is just kind of sending this out and hoping that it helps people. Um, but for some reason, it wasn't that effective for me. But we're getting to the 25 minutes. So uh, we're at that. I want to get this done 30 under always. So that's where we are. I'm going to write every day. I'm going to move every day. I'm going to meditate every day, or at least try to do these things. I'm going to keep a better record of it. We'll see what my weight's doing. We'll see what my blood sugar's doing. We'll see if I make progress on these artistic projects. And I'll have a full uh, kind of review and uh, experience reporting from how it goes with uh, Twilight Tharpin. You know, working with the creative habit and trying to instill these creative habits in myself. As always, please reach out. Uh, again, I would love to have somebody else, you know, other with this journey. If you're working on something, I'd love to be of use to you. And thank you so much for listening. I think this is something, while still definitely experiment, I think <laughs> it's going to force me to do the things that I need to be doing. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. So I will see you guys in July for the next process podcast. Look for a new origin story podcast coming out in a couple of weeks. And we, the owls on culture, uh, my son and I, our podcast, we did release a new one a couple of days ago. We're talking about, uh, Avengers infinity war and the next one to come out will be solo. And that's an artistic project that we hadn't done for a few weeks. And again, lacking the momentum, it was hard to get it back started again, but it was so much fun. I just really, really love doing those. And it worked better doing, we did two back-to-back. -back, and I think having that, kind of getting warmed up with the first one and getting that fun and that mood uh, helped doing the second one as well. So look for those if you're interested. Uh, if you have not signed up for the Flock email, please do so. It's, uh, it's basically me emailing my friends like a little bit of art at the beginning of each month, things that I think would uh, that are interesting that I hope they think are interesting, but just a little bit of art that I've found on the internet, usually or through friends and uh, kind of spreading that. So if you're into short films or poetry or short stories or narrative nonfiction or, or painting or visual art, uh, sign up for that. It's once a month with the art. And then the, there's one other email that comes in the middle of the month and talks about the, the new origin story podcast that's come out. So sign up for that uh, if you're so inclined and thank you for listening. See you next time.